and welcome to episode 32 of the No Nonsense Leadership Podcast. Today, I want to share with you the simple, sneaky trick that managers have used to make me work harder. This dirty little trick that I've used to get my staff to work harder. Let's go. Welcome to the No Nonsense Podcast. On this show, I help new managers become more confident leaders, and I do this with no nonsense sense, if that makes any sense. And assuming it does, get your coffee because the show is starting. All right, let's get down and sneaky and dirty and get our staff to work harder. And no, I'm not saying you're going to get a stick and beat the snot out of them. I want you to think back at managers that you've worked for in the past. There are some, I assume, that, that, that if, I don't want to say this offensively, so I'm just going to rephrase what I'm saying, but there's some people that you've worked for that you can't stand. That if they said, I need this done or else I get in trouble, you want them to get in trouble. You don't like them as a person. You don't like them as a leader. And that's cool. It happens. But then think back. There's got to be a manager or a couple managers where for some reason you found yourself going above and beyond to help these people. Why? Why did you work harder for these individuals? Because this is the trick we're going to talk about. Now, in my experience, good managers, great managers are doing these little tricks and they are, one, these managers were firm. They knew what they were asking for. They knew the results that they needed me or the team to provide. So they were firm on that. On the flip side, they were fair. When things came up, when you had personal issues, they were fair in how they dealt with you. They dealt with you, hold on, with respect as an individual. These managers also were great at giving feedback. They didn't wait for an annual review to tell you, yeah, you're doing a good job or ah, you're really not uh, up to par. They were constantly giving you feedback. Some of this was official where it's like, let's sit down and have a one-on-one. -on -one. Other times these managers would give casual feedback as they're walking by, as they, you know, bump into you on in the, at the coffee machine, whatever they are giving you feedback and they're giving it in a constructive manner with examples, not just a hey, good job. No, thank you for doing X, Y, and Z. It was great. It helped me. It helped the team this way or that way. So they they were the great managers. The ones that get people to work extra hard are the ones that just are honest and share feedback openly. Again, on the flip side, they take feedback. They listen. They don't get their back up. They don't get offended because you have something to say, which again, 
with the assumption that you're not saying it just to be a jerk, but you're saying it to be constructive. You're saying it to share information, to help you, to help the team, to help your supervisor get better, do better, whatever it might be. Great leaders, these ones that get people to do extra hard things, they take your feedback. They respect the fact that you've spoken to them and you've felt comfortable enough to respectfully share this feedback. That is huge. Being open to criticism, being open to, you know, being corrected possibly. It's not easy. It's not something that everybody can just naturally do. But I've seen it. And in my experience, even on my YouTube channel, where I've, let's say I've misspoke or I've provided something. I'm thinking specifically there was a download that I offered and somebody messaged me and they're like, listen, your channel, the videos, I love it. I appreciate the information, but I need to be honest with you. I got your download and it's not up to par. It's not as good a quality as I would have expected based off of your channel. Man, that one kicked me right in the, right in the butt because I knew that this person wasn't lying. I knew that I should have, and I could have provided this PDF in a better form. I could have definitely checked my spelling, my punctuation, silly mistakes that someone watching my channel wouldn't expect to see. Now, what I could have done is I could have said, listen, it's a free resource. Did you understand the bulk of it? Yeah, great. You know, never look a gift horse in the mouth. But I look at myself as trying to elevate all the time, trying to be a great leader for myself, but also to share great information. I want you, not that you're my staff, but I want you as part of my community. I want you to trust me. I want you to know that when I say I've put honest effort into something, that you can expect a great result. So instead of getting frustrated and just defending myself, I thanked the person because they were 100% right. I made a video about it. I think it's called This Hurt or something like that. But I, I, I th wanted to thank them in a public forum on my channel because they weren't wrong. And sometimes, especially on YouTube where... You know, certain people have X amount of followers. You may feel like, why am I even going to write to them? Why am I even going to message them? But I needed to make sure that this viewer, this person who trusted me with their email to supply them or provide them with a quality free product, but still a quality product. I had to do right by them. I had to make sure that they knew because I was genuinely grateful. So taking this feedback is huge. And you know what? Every time I'm able to take feedback from somebody, and, and obviously I see their point and I would agree that the change is needed, I take great pride when I'm able to go back and say, look, this is what I've done. Not that I need to prove myself, but I want them to know that their feedback is appreciated. This gets people 
This gets your team on your side. This gets them rooting for you. They want you to win. They want to be part of that. And that gets them working extra hard or taking on extra tasks without you grinding them, so to speak. The next thing that great managers, the ones that get people to do so much more, they acknowledge this crazy idea that your staff are humans. They're not a machine. There's emotions. There's things that you can't just plug into an equation to say, this is how I will deal with this person. Great managers will treat their employees as the individuals they are. This means treating everybody fairly, equally, not identically, because we are not identical. We don't have the same needs. They may be in the same ballpark. So if I need a day off or you need a day off, we should be treated the same in the sense of, you know, doing the best to get that time off but it's not identical. It's not like Mike got two hours, so I'm only giving you two hours. Let's, anyway, I'm, I'm going on a side tangent. So what does this mean for trying to earn respect? I'll give you an example. So way back in the day, I'm not going to count the years, but I worked at this restaurant. It was my first restaurant job. It was my first job, um... No, it wasn't my first job. It was my first job where I started and we did, we had high school co-ops. And then I, my plan was there's money in serving. So I'm going to grab some of that cash. So I used the opportunity to work at this restaurant, Eastside Mario's. It was a chain restaurant. And there was the general manager and I didn't understand it at the time, but every time she would ask, she was super firm. Some people were scared of her, but I found it freeing in the sense that I knew what my job was. I knew what the rules were to play in this game. And I, that's where I thrive. This manager would hold me accountable when I screwed up at the same time was understanding as I screwed up, would guide me and help correct where I was going wrong. And I felt a great sense of respect for this person and that her management team, they all had the same outlook because, you know, it's kind of starts at the top. So she was able to have her managers treat people the same way, which again, crazy, but with, with respect. And I felt any time that I made a, what I will classify as a dumb mistake, I personally felt like I let these managers down. I personally felt like, no, we're not a family, but we're in this together. And if I let you down, that's against my code of who I am. I'm not somebody who tries to let, or is okay letting people down. So that, you know, comes to you as a leader setting the tone that we're in this together, setting the tone that we can communicate and let's, you know, knock it out of the park. It's not managers against employees. It's your entire team serving a customer base. So that is, 
in a nutshell, how you get people to work harder. You treat them with respect. You allow, you give them feedback. You allow them to share feedback with you. You're building a relationship. Again, I'm not telling you that your staff, your management team are family. But there's a level of respect that starts at the top. And when that is set, and listen, if you're in the middle, you can set that tone for those working for you. Maybe you can't get your GM, the owner of the shop, to fall in line. But you can get your team to. You can be the buffer. You can be the example of being firm, being fair, giving feedback, receiving feedback. And ultimately, treating your team, your staff, like they're actual people and not just cogs in a wheel, not just, you know, two feet in a heartbeat and they got a job. You treat them as people, as individuals. So I hope this helped you today. If you're looking for more resources, go in the show notes. I will have a link where you can share, or sorry, I can share with you more information to help you really take control of this leadership career that you have. Until next time.